goes by the pseudonym Bo Snurdly. It's time for the soul of excellence. He is a radio host at 77 WABC here in New York. The Rush Hour is on the air. Rush, Rush. Now here's Bo Snurdly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. It's time for the Soul of Excellence. He is a radio host at 77 WABC here in New York. The Rush Hour is on the air. Rush, Rush. Now, here's Bo Snurdly. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to your Thursday Rush Hour. James Golden, Bo Snurdly with you. My lips are, well, you know, let me just put it to you like this. Two root canals later, I am here today. Yeah, what fun. Uh, 800-848-WABC is the number to call. 800-848-9222. And uh, let us start, my friends, in Tennessee. Hundreds of protesters, hundreds of liberals, hundreds of Democrats and progressives stormed the Capitol, the state capital of Tennessee. They had an insurrection. They were pushing lawmen. They were pushing those charged with guarding the state capitol. They were noisy, they were boisterous. They were intent on pushing their way past law enforcement so that they could protest and shout things like, save our children. Protesters in the gallery yelling, holding signs. I'm nine. Children are dead. Two House Democrat lawmakers in Tennessee joined the insurrectionists. They brought in megaphones into the State House and during the session were shouting power to the people. That's those of you old enough to remember the Black Power days of the 19, late 1960s, early 1970s, will remember that was the favorite chant while holding up the fisted hand, power to the people. Power to the people. So what we have here, ladies and gentlemen, is a display of anger a display of anger that culminated in the disruption of normalcy at the Tennessee State Capitol. What is not known at this very moment is whether the Federal Bureau of Investigation will be called in and bring with them the face detection software that they use to identify the insurrectionists 
on January 6th. We don't know whether there will be mass arrests. We don't know whether the FBI will storm people's houses in the wee hours of the morning and arrest these Democrat liberals for their insurrection. We don't know whether Joe Biden will appear on TV and call these people domestic terrorists and talk about how they are fomenting a civil war. We don't know whether the Washington Post will come up with a new slogan, something like democracy dies deader than ever in darkness, or democracy really dies in darkness after this insurrection. We don't know whether the protesters will be arrested and then sent to jail in squalid conditions and not be allowed bail. We don't know whether these insurrectionist liberal Democrats will be treated like those people. And by the way, those people that incited this, it's some group. parents first or something like that? Will they be held, the leaders of this group, be held to even stricter conditions if and when they are arrested? That is not the only place. There was a protest by liberals in Kentucky. These were trans liberals. In Virginia, two people were arrested. This you can find at the dailybs.com, the dailybs.com, two people arrested on Wednesday at Virginia Commonwealth University after a protest against two life pro-life speakers became unruly. Kirsten Hawkins, who we have had as a guest on this show, is the president of Students for Life. She and Isabel Brown, a contributor with Turning Point USA, had to be taken out of the room by law enforcement after liberals and Democrats, we presume progressives, caused such an uproar that the program could not continue. Disruption, again, because the intolerant, freedom-hating left cannot stand other voices in the marketplace of public ideas and public policy other than their own. They are disruptive. They are violent. They are practicing insurrection in certain states. And never mind that Twitter had to take down thousands of ads that were pointing toward violence from what a group of transvestite advocates are calling the Trans Day of Vengeance. Now, who do they want to take vengeance on? Yesterday, I read extensively from one of these who wants what he termed or she terms Christ cucks, Christ cucks, to be killed by crucifixion, by being shot, 
violently assaulted by being thrown on the ground. This was all posted on social media. Meanwhile, a congressman that is saying we need a revival in this country is being ridiculed by the left. Tennessee Representative Tim Burchett. He's saying what needs to happen in America is a revival. What he is talking about, of course, my friends, is a revival of our moral code, the code that we should be living with each other. And instead of that being something that people would aspire to, the left is openly mocking and ridiculing him. You see, the idea that a spiritual solution, a religious solution, could fix a lot of what ails this country is viewed by the left as something hateful. And something that should be laughed at and scorned at. The idea that many of us had once upon a time in our society that if we simply tried to be good people, that if we abided by a code of morality that included not murdering people, not being jealous or coveting what other people had, being honest, not being a person given to lying, being respectful of your parents and your elders, not stealing property that doesn't belong to you. By honoring, honoring the creator. All of these things now are laughable, according to liberals. We don't need those in society. No, we need the Congress of the United States, not God. We need more gun control, not more morality. We need someone to step in and take weapons, and that will solve the problem. Never once do these people demanding this ever consider that if laws were going to stop something with these crazed, in some cases mentally ill, in other cases vengeful, hateful people that take the lives of children who have so little consciousness that they would take the life of children. Not once does it occur to any of these people that murder is already prohibited as a law, that we should not be murdering people. But somehow, if we pass a bill saying, oh, you can't have a weapon, they'll respect that law, but they won't respect the law that says don't murder someone. And they heap ridicule and scorn on people who say, at the foundation of all of this, we need a moral revival in America. We need people to become conscious of each other, conscious of the sanctity of human life, conscious of their own moral responsibility to do good instead of evil.
that from the left is blasphemy and should be ridiculed. James Golden, a.k.a. Snurvy, 848-WABC, number to call, 848-9222. We are coming back right after this. Happy birthday, Nora Jones. Waited till I saw the sun. I don't know why I didn't come. I left you by the house of fun. I don't know why. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. The Rush Hour is on the air. Attention Ditto Heads. Attention Bo Scouts. Rush. On the Red Apple Podcast Network. Stanley uh, Kirk Burrell has a birthday today. Music history. You probably know him as MC Hammer. Celine Dion. She's 55 today. Graham Edge, Moody Blues, 81 years old. Eric Clapton, who we just heard a little bit of Layla. Eric Clapton is 78 years old. We played Nora Jones. Tracy Chapman has a birthday today. Tracy Chapman is 59. Hard to believe. It's like just yesterday we were all listening to Fast Car. And, you know, Tracy Chapman just came out of nowhere and just really. As there are comings, there are goings. Bill Withers died this day on 2020. So did the producer, legendary producer, Phil Ramone. John Denver had some luck today. Sunshine on my shoulders went to number one. The Sex Pistols in 1976 played their first gig at a club in London. Bill Collins today started a two-week run at number one on the charts with One More Night. And then there's Leslie Gore. Leslie Gore, It's My Party. 1963. You know who produced this? Quincy Jones. Should have known. It's awesome. In 63, it was the Chiffons. He's so fine. And 
Miles Davis, the legendary, the one, the only Miles Davis. His breakthrough album, Bitches Brew, was released on this day in 1970. A lot of music history today. This may be the first time Bitches Brew's ever been played, any of it, on WABC. But this was a breakthrough album that changed the game in contemporary jazz. So a lot of music. Now, it is not just the violence at and, and the insurrections, my friend. Thank you, Diego. Some quick mixes there. It's not just what's going on in Tennessee. You have these, these, I started to call them erectionists, but they are insurrectionists taking over the state capitol there. And of course, the way that it's being portrayed in the mainstream press is, oh, oh, uh, 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 angry parents are, are, are protesting at the state capitol. They will not use the word insurrection. They will not talk about incidents of these people pushing their way past law enforcement and taking over the building. They simply will not. But Democrats in Congress, too, yesterday, one of these congressmen, uh, the squad, one of these young ones, I don't have the story in front of me at the moment, pushed up on another Republican Congress, screaming at him, screaming at him. Guns, more guns equals more death, more gazzy. And he's just yelling and screaming like a madman lunatic. And today, the Democrat from Massachusetts, Stephen Lynch, went nuts at a hearing over the weaponization of the government and government agencies. He was complaining that two people that left, uh, that, that, from the right, that were called from the right, Louisiana Attorney General Jeff Landry and Senator Eric Schmidt, formerly uh, an AG in Missouri, and another Missouri Deputy Attorney General for Special Litigation, John Sauer, gave testimony and then left without taking questions. Now, you would think that this is not customary. Democrats have witnesses that do this all the time, if they are former elected officials or former government officials, they don't stay. Sometimes they give a testimony, they leave. But this guy, this Stephen Lynch, went absolutely bonkers and tried to disrupt that hearing. These people on the left are going nuts. They are becoming more and more uncontrollable. They are disrupting the process in not only state houses, but in the United States Congress. They are violating all rules of decorum. They are having temper tantrums, and in some cases, trying to provoke violence by them confronting people, Republicans that they have staunch disagreement with. And yet, not a word from the mainstream press, no lectures about civility, no lectures about the need for decorum. No lectures about how democracy is so fragile and it must be protected. The left and their media allies, their media allies are complicit with this breakdown in civility. 
There's a lot of other news out here as well. We've had another train derailment in Minnesota, evacuations there. We do know that ethanol, where's Pete Buttigieg on that one? Pete Buttigieg says that he's been in touch with the governor of the state. 14 of 40 cars hauling hazardous materials, including ethanol, were involved. There was a fire. Transgenderism is all in the news again today. I wonder if people are getting sick of these stories day after day after day after day while the transgender radical community calls for and tries to incite violence. One story today shows a bearded pro powerlifter, a guy who entered a woman's competition in China and then smashed a record held by another transgender woman who was in the audience watching. And this is what sports is becoming. Men who can't succeed or win against other men then turn their desire to win into a gender change and compete against women who are biologically was that China or Canada? That was in Canada. Okay. China usually doesn't put up with that. Yeah, China wouldn't put up with it. Only the Western world. This is a mockery. And I wonder how many of you women out there are going to continue to put up with this devaluation of what it is to be a woman. Say what you want to about hockey, but the hockey players are finally having enough. Right now, and this story you can find at AmericanWireNews.com, the National Hockey League commissioner, Gary Bettman, is revealing that the league is considering getting rid of Pride Night events because it's becoming a distraction because so many hockey players are now saying, I'm sorry, my religious convictions will not allow me to participate in this. And unlike the rest of professional sports, which seems to grab the ankles, the management of these sporting events, grab the ankles for inclusion, hockey players are standing up and saying, no, we aren't going to grab the ankles. I guess you could say they are saying puck that. Well. I don't know if I like that one, man. (laughs) Well, I clearly said the word. I did not say something that your dirty mind may have come up with, Diego. Don't put it on me (laughs) if your mind goes elsewhere. We have a very special guest coming up in mere moments, and we are going to take your calls to at 800 848 WABC. 
the one, the only. You, you didn't like that? Try this. Our guest is a sensation on Twitter. One of the hottest voices on the social media flat platform Twitter, Cat Turd, will be with us when we return. James Golden, a.k.a. Slender, with you here on WABC. Coming right back. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Rush. It's the Rush Hour with Bo Snurdly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. WABC Talk Radio 77 in New York. James Golden, a.k.a. Snurdly, with you here this afternoon, hoping uh, that your presence with us is indeed very pleasant, my friends. We have with us, oh, before we introduce Cat Turd, Diego, you said there was a correction. What was it? Uh, Graham. One second. Actually, it's Phil's correction. It's Phil's correction. Phil, what's the correction? Graham Edge actually died a year and a half ago. Ah, okay. Thank you for correcting that. And you triggered something. I was talking with Curtis on this program, and Curtis said something about Larry Graham having passed away. And I was shocked. And he didn't. Curtis scared us all. Curtis is a notorious liar. <laughs> he's a notorious liar on air. You know he's always listening, right, Phil? Oh, he's hearing right now. He's smiling, nodding his head. Yeah, I'm gonna use this for my show later. That's what he's thinking right now. <laughs> this is just material for him. Well, thankfully, Curtis was 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 incorrect about that. And now, ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only. He is the star. If there is a star on Twitter, a one one being. That is a star on the social platform Twitter. It is Cat Turd. And Cat Cat Turd, how are you today? Doing great. What's up, Bo? I'm doing really well. I, the first time I saw, and, and Cat Turd, I don't know, this is probably the most unique marketing branding I have seen in <laughs> decades. The first time I yeah. saw Cat Turd and I see this, this cute little cat with with glasses. Point. I said, "Who in the world would call themselves Cat Turd?" And then the next time I look and I see Cat Turd with the little trademark icon next to it, I said, "Whoa! This is something." It looked Cat Turd. How did you decide to become Cat Turd? What inspired you? And your comments, my friend, are just all over. Uh, the social media platform on almost every topic you can think of. Well, um, you know, when you name yourself Cat Turd and you don't expect to get more than 10 followers, that's the first thing. So you don't think <laughs> it's going to be a big deal, you know. But I, I got on social media. I've never been on social. I'm 58 now, so I was about 54. And um, I've never been on social media. I didn't even know how to do it. Um, I've been on Discuss and a few uh, uh, places that people talked, but I just saw the uh, – when I decided to do the cat turd, um, I just was flipping through. I saw the cat, 
and I just it just popped in my head, cat turd. You know, I never thought I'd get a hundred followers on Twitter. I didn't even know how to use it. And now you have over a million people following you every day, and your reach is into the millions. Seriously, it, you, it, the, the, it, it's crazy. <laughs> it's nuts. And I and and you've even been on uh, Tucker Carlson has had you on his program, and you are now moving from just being social media. People want to talk to you. Your views are, I guess, right in line with what most conservative or even some moderate uh, moderates of either party consider to be consistent with their own views. Uh, Cat turd. Yeah. What? Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm I'm just a country boy living down here. I live in North Florida, and, and I got a little ranch down here. And um, I'm just an average, ordinary, you know, high school educated, normal citizen. And I just kind of say what I think, and um, it comes out. You know, I, we started a podcast last year. Um, me and Jules Jones never done a podcast before, so I didn't know what I was doing. But we started with Rumble with um, zero people. You know, we had like. My uncle in chat by himself, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, and then Friday we did uh, 378,000 on Rumble that was listening. So it, it's growing. It's growing like crazy. Now, when you look at some of the issues that are affecting this country, as you said, you're a country boy. What do you consider yeah. to be, Cat Turd, some of the issues that you are most concerned about? Well, all of them, right? I mean, the liberals are constant. And, and by the way, you know, I, I can't believe I'm even talking to you because I was probably the biggest Rush fan in history. And um, it, it, it's weird. I, I was telling somebody today that I probably tried to call in for decades and never got through to talk to Bo Snurdly. And I got a fast line today. Man, that was nice. I can't tell you how exciting that was for me. Hey, well, thank you. You know, he loved it. But, um, you know, uh, the, everything they come out. Uh, I was talking on my podcast today about climate change you know and I, I remember rush the first time he called it a hoax and i was and i remember screaming radio you know yeah, that's the exact word it's a hoax the whole thing's a hoax and i was trying to explain it uh so other people could understand it today and i'm like um well okay where i'm where i'm at just wherever you live today what's the high and low temperature so today the, the low temperature uh where i'm living was 55 and it's getting up to 80 so 55 to 80 today but in a hundred in a hundred years, they say if wherever you live right now it goes up one degree, the whole earth's going to be on fire. And 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 right where I live today, it fluctuated, uh, you know, thirty five degrees with so, no fires. Yeah, nothing happened. Again. Right. The oceans didn't melt and and swallow up major cities. We didn't have. Well, you know, one of the things that amazes me about the entire environmental movement. You have these 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 politicians that are demanding that entire fleets of city cars switch over to uh, electric vehicles, to EVs. In California, they are outlawing after, I believe, 2030 gas vehicles, and everything's going to have to be EV. And people don't yeah. seem to understand that the fossil fuels they claim to hate that are supposedly putting the earth in danger are the very fuels that allow people to charge their EVs. If we don't have fossil, right. If you don't have fossil fuels, you're not going to have electric cars. 
<laughs> so the, everything uh, runs on it. It's, it's reality. I like to say liberals live in fantasy land, and you know, you know, all their stuff powers fantasy land, and we have to live in the real world and, and power actual vehicles. And I mean, how do they think them electric cars get to the electric car store? You think they're on an electric car truck? <laughs> what are the tires made of not electricity they're made out of fossil fuels exactly right and you could go on from there what do you see coming up in in by the way do you sleep me i'm an insomniac i always have been because i well i'm up at some weird hours myself and no matter what weird hour in the morning I'm up, I see that you're posting. And I have someone from a friend of mine from California that says, I thought Cat Turd was a few different people. Can, no, just I don't, me. Just you. It, it, it's really crazy because, you know, I do sell a few products just uh, on my website. But there's, there's probably a hundred companies overseas in here that sell, you know, fake cat turd products that aren't mine. I mean, I can't control that. I can't sue everybody. There's 13 or 14 fake uh, uh, cat turds on Telegram. There's 15 or 16 fake cat turds on Facebook. I mean, and the meme, I mean, the memes of cat turd, and I don't do them. Other people do them. So, I mean, it's just like, it's almost like a Homer Simpson character now. It's way beyond me. Well, it is. Like in a bottle. Well, you caught the lightning, Cat Turd. You are actu- actually brilliant. Okay, I wanted you to pull out your your uh, your crystal ball. I'm not going to ask you who do you think will be the next president, but I'm just going to ask you, do you think, after what you see in the country, that we will have a Democrat or a Republican president in 2024? Well, if, if the voting's fair, uh, it's a Republican, for sure. Um, you know, I don't, you, you know, what's happened to the voting system. I mean, all of a sudden, um, I don't, I don't even know how old you are, uh, I, but uh, yeah, I'm 58 years old and I voted my whole life. I've never in my life. Have you ever seen, uh, we always knew election that, that night, you know, that the counting was that night. We always knew it, but now it's like a month to count a county, a month to count a county oh. in Arizona, a month. Right. <laughs> Give me a break. Why would you take that long to count? There's only one reason. Well, Cat Turd, there's some country boy wisdom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, country, just, we ain't dumb down here just because we talk weird. <laughs> Cat Turd, thank you, my friend. It has been such a pleasure. We're going to ask you to come back on with us. Not not too much, but every so often we don't want to wear out, wear out your welcome here with us. Um, but we'd love to have you back every so often, especially as events of the day move. And uh, my friend, you come up with some brilliant lines, and that's and oh, they are you. absolutely brilliant. And so, tell people where they can follow you on Twitter and where they can uh, the real cat turd. How to get a hold of you yeah. on Twitter and your website? Yeah, well, my my website uh, is I love. And, Repeat uh, that one uh, more time. We had a little bit break. Repeat that one more time. Your website is? Yeah. Yeah. I love catturd.com. Okay. I love catturd.com. And uh, you can, uh, my podcast is in the litterbox.com. That's the name of my podcast, in the litterbox. Got to love And it. Um, 
Yeah, and and uh, Twitter at CatTurd2. Thank you, my friend. CatTurd, WABC. Appreciate having you, Thank my you friend. For, w- Thank you. And- Thank you for inviting me. You are quite welcome. James Golden, a.k.a. Snurley, here with you on WABC. Coming back, your call's coming up. Don't go away. This is The Rush Hour with Bose Nerdly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Another Quincy Jones production. From the Off the Wall album, MJ brings us back here on WABC. I was in a jam session yesterday and we actually played this. Oh, nice. Did you sing? No, I just played guitar. (laughs) Okay. Democrats in Arizona are at it again, my friends. Now, now they are trying to sue the no labels third party. They want to keep no labels off of the ballot. And why are they doing that? They're doing that to protect Joe Biden and the Democrat Party. So again, these people that always talk about inclusion, that talk about tolerance, that talk about civility, They don't want a third party. They don't want anybody to vote except, and these people always talk about suppression of vote. They're trying to suppress an entire political party here. The no labels. Hey, Lisa, we need to get uh, no labels people on the air here. And let's talk about what the no labels third party is trying to do. Because this is just unbelievable. They are so brazen. Now, There's also a story today, University of Wyoming. There's another lawsuit there. Women at the University of Wyoming are suing the school. Why? Over transgenderism. A biological male has been admitted to a sorority. You can find this story at AmericanWireNews.com today, too. The Kappa Kappa Gammas. Kappa Kappa Gamma. Anyway, the Kappa Kappa Gammas, a biological male has been admitted. Six foot two, 260 pound biological male accepted in the chapter. And at the sorority house, they are suing because this biological man watches women undress oftentimes while sporting an erection. Apparently, he is attracted to these women that he claims to be. They say he's a peeping Tom, and that's it. But they admitted him, and they're saying enough, enough, enough is enough, this is creepy. A suspended professor who says it's admirable to kill campus speakers they don't like. This is at Wayne State University. Is pulling down $140,000 a year. 
WSU University. This is in Michigan. You'll find that story at the Daily BS. Russia has arrested a Wall Street Journal reporter charged with arson. Let's get to the phones. Time's running out real quick, and I do want to talk to as many of you as I can. Let's start off with Tom in Woodbridge. Hi, Tom. How are you? Yeah, really quickly. I know the time is uh, <clears throat> evaporating. So basically, with regard to Nashville, you know, you're hearing the politicians with the usual clamor for more gun control. That's going to prevent Nashville. The, you know, talk about BS. That is total BS. Because the politicians might be evil. They might be corrupt, treasonous, but they're not stupid. They know damn well that gun control only takes guns out of the hands of law-abiding, decent people who need them and does nothing to take it out of the hands of criminals who are going to be armed regardless. And speaking of criminals, if you want to depend on the police to defend you from anything, number one, police are first responders. They only show up after the fact, after something happens. And number two, the reason why there's a Second Amendment is because, number one, decent law-abiding people need guns to defend themselves against armed criminals who pose a threat to their safety and their property. And moreover, patriots need guns to defend themselves against a tyrannical government like the one that we have in Washington, D.C. And one final uh, note about police. The police exist to protect and serve the politicians. No one else. All right. Then and if, and if they had any other if they had any other purpose besides political protection of people in political power, why else would most of the cops in cities like New York, where we have a majority minority police force, why else would the politicians hire the same two groups in New York City and Chicago and everywhere else you want to think of that commit most of the crime in urban America, namely blacks and Hispanics? I'm being dead honest. So, again, that fact alone should tell you everything you need to know about them. They're not there to protect you from anything. They're a street gang on public assistance that exists to protect and serve the politicians at your taxpayers' expense. Thank you. Thank you, Tom. Let me just push back on one or two things. Uh, Number one, and by the way, if you're expecting me to push back on what he said about black and Hispanics with crime, I'm not going to because sadly, sadly, The culture promotes, in some cases, not all cases, criminality. And it's a shame that now these broad brush statements one can look to and actually find, and and the term is disproportionately. They're not more black criminals out here. They are disproportionately in proportion to the universe of the particular racial group committing more crimes. That would be the more accurate way to report it. But, and I also want to talk about this, the Second Amendment to to keep us from a tyrannical government like this one. I do not support calls to arms against the government. And I just want to be really clear about that. Of course, that is not to say that I diminished the value of the Second Amendment, and that was the intent of the founders, to make sure that a government, a tyrannical government, could not run roughshod over people. Oh, boy. Let's quickly go to Sandra. Sandra, you got 30 seconds to make your point. I don't think I can do it in 30 seconds, but I'll try. I am a swimmer. That's my sport of choice. But I remember when I was young, I was on the swimming team, 
and I went to my first meet in Pennsylvania, I looked at these girls, they were twice my size, and, and I went, I started swimming with them, I thought I'm doing okay, I see them getting out of the pool, they're done already, so could you imagine if I had to swim with a man, how much worse I would have done? You made your point in 30 seconds. You're brilliant. Thank you, Sandra. <laughs> Love you. James Golden, a.k.a. Snurdly here. It is a pleasure to be with you each and every single weekday on WABC. May God bless and protect each and every single one of you and your families and your loved ones as we go through these most challenging times. By God's grace, I'll be here tomorrow at 4 o'clock and again on Saturday at 7 a.m. for a Saturday morning radio extravaganza. Thank you, of course, for being here. I have nothing but gratitude for you. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye.